This is Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 79, The Benefits of Nature on Your Well-Being. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. What is new and exciting in your life? The weather is getting more and more beautiful, and I find myself going out for more and more walks and just craving to be outside in general. Now, as you're probably aware, I live in downtown Toronto. So it is a very urban city and I live right in the city. Now it's a neighborhood that is in the east part of the city and I absolutely love it. The cool thing about the area that I live in is that we're very close to a big ravine and a river called the Don River. And just south of us is Lake Ontario. Believe it or not, we actually have some beaches here too. So around this time of year, the beaches get crazy busy and in the ravine, there are bike trails and walking trails and hiking trails. And we love to go into them. And we're so lucky because we have an access point that is under a 10 minute walk. So although we live right in the city, we have this wonderful space that allows you to feel like you're up in the country, that you're truly in nature. I love just walking around our neighborhoods and I also love city walking, but I remembered hearing that there are extra benefits when we're doing exercise and walking in nature than if we're just walking in urban surroundings. So I wanted to dive more into this and share with you what I found. I think we all naturally crave nature on some level. If we go to a restaurant and it's a beautiful day, they ask us if we want to eat inside or outside. And I always will say outside. When we're shopping for apartments or condos, or even if we're staying in a hotel, we usually ask, what's the view like? Because we want to see outside. They've actually even found that patients in hospitals want to have better views as well. Now, when you're buying a house, one of the questions that you ask is, where are the local parks? How many are there? How big are they? Now, think about all the cities that you visit and parts of cities that you enjoy visiting. I think of Central Park in New York City, one of the craziest, biggest cities in the world, and yet we all flock to Central Park. Every time I'm in Europe, I'm also driven to the gardens or the parks. So I think there's a natural tendency to want to be outside, to want to enjoy nature. Even when we decorate our houses or choose what do we put on our walls, we often will put up paintings and prints about nature. We have a very large painting that hangs in our living room that is of the beach, my favorite place to be. So do you agree with me about all this? Are you driven to nature as well? Nature can have a very broad definition, ranging from forests or beaches to rivers to just simple local parks. Nature includes trees and private gardens, and I'll even say that our backyards, I think, can be considered nature even in a city. And the research actually shows that nature is good for your mental health. Even watching nature documentaries has been shown to be good for your mental health. Just Thinking about nature or looking at pictures about nature has been shown to be good for your mental health. And I'm not sure we even needed actual research to tell us this. 
one of the biggest factors that helped people get through COVID was their ability to go outside. And one of the greatest challenges were for people who were in quarantine, who did not have their own outdoor space. People who lived in very close quarters or apartments had limited outdoor space. They suffered more. And I know for us, just getting out into nature was a saving grace. We had all our teenagers at home, all our kids at home at one point, well, almost all our kids at home, and they had lost most of their social activities. There were no sports running. There was no school. There were no activities. What they did do when they were able to go outside was they went biking and they went biking on the bike paths in the ravine. They went to the beach. They were with nature. Why is it that spending time in nature is so good for us? Well, for starters, we've always been told that fresh air and exercise is good for us. And researchers have talked about the term connectedness to describe the ideal relationship that we want to have with nature. This connectedness refers to the way we relate to nature and experience nature. We may feel more connected to nature by noticing the beauty in it, by listening to the birds, by smelling the flowers and feeling the soil. There are several theories as to why we love nature. So I'm going to share a couple of them with you. The first theory is called biophilia, which is the love of life and of all living systems. It's a theory that explains our innate desire to stay close to nature. And according to the theory, our connection to nature is a universal basic need that was developed during our evolutional history. Because we have descended from people who lived a life of hunting and gathering and relying on natural resources, our brains still carry these inherited features and unconsciously influence us. So our brains feel and reduce stress in these natural environments. So another theory is called the attention restoration theory. And this theory suggests that our mental fatigue and concentration can be improved by spending time in nature. In our modern environments, we're worn down by so many distractions, and these distractions increase our fatigue and our stress levels. Because nature doesn't require the same attention, it actually relieves this mental fatigue and stress. Now, another theory is that we love nature because it reminds us of positive childhood memories. So it takes you back to those memories when you spent time in nature as a child. Well, regardless as to why we love nature, the research shows that we do love it and it is beneficial. There are even types of therapy known as nature therapy or green therapy or ecotherapy. And they really stem from the belief that people are a part of nature and the environment and connecting with the earth and its systems are what ecotherapy is all about. There's research that suggests that walking in nature helps people reduce negative emotions like anger and improve positive emotions. In one study, conducted by a mental health charity organization, they found a nature walk reduced symptoms of depression and 71% of the participants compared to 45% of those who took a walk through a shopping center benefited. Now we know that exercise is beneficial for your mental health, but it seems that exercise in natural surroundings is even better. As I mentioned earlier, some research has even shown that looking at nature from a window or a photograph can improve people's overall mood, their mental health, and their life satisfaction. Another study with heart surgery patients in intensive care units, they found they were able to reduce the anxiety and need for pain medication by just having the patients view pictures depicting trees and water. 
Now, research has also shown that children who live near green space have a greater capacity for paying attention and inhibiting impulses. Children diagnosed with ADD often display fewer symptoms after spending time in green environments than when they spend time indoors or in non-green outdoor environments. Introducing flowers and plants to workspaces has also been shown to affect creativity and productivity. So ecotherapy, like I mentioned earlier, is an umbrella term for different therapies related to nature. Some of the sub-therapies include nature meditation, and this is where you meditate in a natural setting, such as a park or a beach, or you incorporate aspects of nature into your meditation. Horticulture therapy is when they use plants and garden-related activities that help promote well-being, and this can include actual gardening, digging, planting, and weeding. And this kind of therapy has been known to help with stress and burnout. Physical exercise in a natural environment, as I've already mentioned, is beneficial and increases awareness of what's going on in the natural world. Did you know there's something even called forest bathing, where you surround yourself with nature? You use your five senses to connect with nature. Essentially, it's like a form of mindfulness where you're simply being in the present and taking in everything around you in nature. Another thing that I love is hugging a tree. Yes, it's totally a thing. Hugging a tree has been said to increase levels of the hormone oxytocin. So this is a hormone that pushes you to connect. And they say that you can get the benefits of tree hugging in just five minutes. So the technique is to encircle the tree with your arms while gently pressing your cheek to the trunk and squeezing it tightly. So please, if you go out to hug a tree, have somebody take a picture and send it to me because I just think it's the cutest thing ever. I personally find the ocean to be my thing. I love the rhythm of the waves. To me, it's very calming. I love looking out at the deep waters, seeing the waves come crashing in. So it's kind of like a combination of the visual and the auditory of hearing the waves. Never mind feeling the sand between my toes. So it's a very rich sensory experience that allows me to stay in the present. Again, it's very much to do with mindfulness. So while some of these things may seem strange to you, there are studies that support they are good for you. Doing things in nature can help improve your mood, reduce your feelings of stress and anxiety, help you slow down and feel more relaxed, help you be more active and really improve your physical health. It can help you get out and meet new people. It can help you connect more to your community, which in turn can also help reduce loneliness. Being in nature has also been known to improve your ability to focus, enhance your creativity, and help alleviate mental fatigue. Overall, it's said to just improve your happiness. It also helps you to see that you are part of something greater, something more than just you. I think that there's something magical about experiencing the wonders of nature, seeing the beauty of a sunset or sunrise, exploring a canyon, seeing how nature created it, standing in a forest in awe of the height and grandness of the trees. To me, it's almost humbling to spend time in nature. It's a reminder of how powerful nature is. And I think for many, being in nature is also a spiritual experience. For me, many times it is in nature where I encounter thin places, which is something that I talked about a few episodes ago. A thin place is a place where heaven and earth are connected. 
So today, I just wanted to encourage you to get out there and enjoy nature. There are so many mental and physical health benefits, and I think if you share the experience with family and friends, you also reap social benefits. And of course, the spiritual benefits. Take a walk on the beach, go for a hike, go up a mountain, bike through the trails, take it all in. Allow yourself to slow down. Stand in awe of the magnificent nature that is a gift to us. And also remember to take care of nature because it's a gift that we want to make sure we're also able to pass down. So get out there and enjoy. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.